Knock, knock. Who's there? Ivan. Ivan who? Ivan to suck your blood. Terrible. (laughs) That's spoop hour. You may have noticed there's a strange voice on our magic couch of podcasting. We have a special ghost, special oh, guest. Oh, <laughs> it's a ghost. It's, yeah. Spoilers. Yeah. Um, All the way here from... Down Under. I'm so sorry. England. <laughs> no. <laughs> but I am American, and I'm Christy. Hi. Hi, Christy. <laughs> um, I know we've mentioned Christy on our podcast before when we were talking about various Yeti-like creatures, because Australia has one in the outback somewhere who's just like a big dude. So just a big dude. Just a big dude. Um, <laughs> and he had a dumb name and I don't remember what his dumb name was now. So I don't remember either. <laughs> <laughs> um so Christy is here visiting us and she's been here um this is her second weekend in the US. Um and yeah, so she's been she's been staying in our house and being a cool person and or we, a ghost. Or a cool ghost. And we were like, Hey Christy, do you want to be on our podcast since you're a ghost? And what did you say, Christy? Sure. <laughs> and that's about the level of enthusiasm she gave it. She was like, that's fine. <laughs> this is fine. But we're really excited. We're very excited we to have, have her. Um, I texted Sasha, like, all the caps. I was like, she said she'd do it! <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Thank you, ghost! <laughs> Christy's like, yeah. Yeah, okay, fine. I guess I'm here. <laughs> um, and when we, we practice our intros because when we don't they go badly um and when we did that joke the that's terrible was organic so we asked christy to repeat it so thanks christy it was an awful awful joke it was a beautiful joke and you loved it (laughs) Um, i like your scarf this is podcasting is not a visual medium but she's got this great scarf on it's black it's got birds that are kind of warm colors 2012 but i think it's still relevant i love it yeah it's beautiful scarf Birds are still around, yeah. so um, I'm eating an omelet loaf thing that I just made for dinner, so technically okay. I made it for breakfast, but I'm eating it. And so, so. that's our snack of the week, hey! omelet, <laughs> omelet loaf thingy. It's supposed to be egg muffins, but I didn't want to wash my other egg tin, and I had leftover egg mixture with cauliflower and turkey bacon and tomatoes and spinach, so I was like, I'll just put it in this casserole dish, and then I'll have like an omelet loaf thing. But it looks good. It's, it's fine, yeah. Looks uh about as spooky as eggs can look. Look. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Except for poached eggs. Poached eggs kind of look creepy. Poached, yeah. Because they have that like ghosty quality. Because yeah. they're bulbous and wiggly. And yeah, kind of see through. Yeah. And... But delicious. But true. Delicious. Very true. Yep. Um. So that's a hot take on eggs. <laughs> You've been listening to Ovo Hour. Ovo Hour. <laughs> oh, oh, hour. Oh man. Um. Everything's terrible. Um. Yeah. So. Not terrible. No, everything's no, pretty everything good. Actually, this is we're doing pretty good. We've been having a good week, good weekend with Christy here again. Our favorite um, ghost. Our favorite ghost. Um, <laughs> quick rundown of today. Um, so we've got Christy here to share some spooky tales from Australia. We've got a listener uh, story mm-hmm. from one of my friends from college, um, Mike, who sent uh, sent it to us to our Gmail account, spoophour at gmail.com. Are you sitting at home thinking, man, I really wish I could have my story read on Spoop Hour because it's my favorite podcast ever and it would just make my day? You can! <gasps> what? Oh, how? <laughs> By emailing spoophour at gmail.com or messaging us or sending us a letter or just talking to us. Just, just tell us your stories. And it doesn't have to be yours. You can be like, so my mom told me this story. Or you like know? my weird aunt, who's really my mom's friend from high school, saw this thing one time and told us about it. And we all thought she was weird, but 
ghosts. But ghosts. But ghosts. Yeah, so we But got... ghosts, if you have a ghost that lives oh, in yeah. your butt, I want to know about it because I have so many questions. <laughs> I heard butt ghosts spelled in my head as just B-U-T, like... Yeah, well, yeah, because yeah, that's how... However, that's, ghosts. Yeah, that's how but... originally I said it, and then I was like, but also, if you have a butt B-U-T-T ghost, I want to hear about it because I have... I want to haunt your butt. Whoa. Oh, something was knocking the wind out of me. <laughs> Oh, no. See, this is why we need special ghosts. <laughs> Do you, if, if you want to be a special ghost, talk to us. Mm-hmm. Um, we'd be more than happy to have you. I have one person who might call in and be a special ghost, but I need to twist her arm some more. Yeah. Um, and also get my significant other to help us because I can't up, technology. The, the tech is a little too advanced. Either for that, us. or she just needs to come home and visit. Maybe. Um, <laughs> she knows who she is. Anyway, so yeah, yeah so and then Mike, and then and then we have a very exciting theme this week. As people who have listened to this podcast know, we are friends of cats here. So this week's theme is cats. Yep. So we've got a new featured creature. We've yep. got uh, Courtney with some background. We've got me with some specifically Japanese stuff because, of course, Sasha has specifically <laughs> Japanese stuff to share. But and they of have Japan has specifically so, creepy stuff about cats. We've been over so. before. Japan is a spooky magical place, and of course, they have spooky magical cats. So um, we wanna we wanna hop to it, Christy. Yeah, hop. Oh, hop, hop, like some kangaroos. Like kangaroos. Let's oh, hop on over. It's great. It's time for me to start. Okay. <laughs> um, I actually, most things in Australia are supposed to kill you, I think. But I have been very scared and not by those ones. Because in my old house, I've moved now, thankfully, like much, much better insulation, no infestations. Fewer will, ghosts. Yeah, fewer ghosts. But um, there was a period of time in my old house where in the attic, and it was like a very drafty house with like holes in the roof. I don't know why we paid so much money for it, but large city, pay. Um, (laughs) But like in the attic, you would hear this constant thumping and then falling, like something would trip and fall. And it was scratching along the floorboards. With long toenails. And it was one of those where like there was a, anyway, a drop down door into the house, but because we were renting, we couldn't install a lock. So if you Mm. were in the attic, you could just get into the house. Anyway. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) As a person who was living in your attic and listening to this podcast, I was like, oh, mate. Oh, crap. They didn't realize. They knew it was me. Good day. Down under. Shrimp. Shots. On the bot, let's go to Bundy Beach. (laughs) (laughs) That's Sasha and I being terrible. Mostly me being terrible. Sounds just like them. I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) Thanks, Chris. We're going to start a war with Australia. (laughs) (laughs) This is the podcast that ruins our fragile peace. (laughs) So one night, like, I'm in bed um, with my boyfriend, Anton. And, yeah, we share. Oh, oh, premarital. Oh, no. Gross. Um, (laughs) But we... So, um, there's this huge thump and crash in my attic, and I'm like, ghosts. (laughs) I would have peed my pants. Being in the military, I I didn't even know this until that night, but he keeps a knife in his bedside table, (laughs) and I learned it then, because he jumped out of bed in his underwear, grabbed a large (laughs) knife, and proceeded to, like, walk up the attic stairs to scare the ghosts. With his underwear and his knife. (laughs) And it, like... So if it, the sight of the knife didn't do it, the sight of him in his underwear would. Yeah. And they're like, TMI guys, they're like briefs. They're not boxers. <laughs> the vision has just been made clearer. Oh no, and I've, I've met this boyfriend and now I'm like, how yeah, that would work for me if I had broken into somebody's house and I saw this guy with a knife a in his underwear. Australian in, in his tidy In his underwears. Tidy burgundies. Um, Lord. Anyway, but he got upstairs. And uh, we had a colony of possums, hey. and they were really clumsy and just would fall all over the place because the floors oh, were uneven no. and less spooky. But one night, because I just think this is fantastic. This is a great story. Is um, we were in bed. This was after we found out that they were possums, but just didn't do anything to. Get oh, rid and of real them. quick interjection: American possums are can be scary. Australian possums are like really, really cute, fluffy little. Yeah, look little them dudes. up. There, it's not opossum. It's literally possum yeah. because they're named after American possums yeah. because they looked kind of. They don't they look like them at all. They look but, like the nice cousin of American possums. I'm yeah, gonna show you. So they're really right. little and fluffy and cute. Um, but one night after that, we we're like, oh, we just we just live with the possums now. It's fine. Um, this liquid started pouring through. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, they're so adorable. Cute. Look they're at that so little nose. 
Oh no. Go, they go look, Google this right now. They almost look like bigger sugar gliders. Yeah. They're so cute. They're really cute. Oh, look at them. And then you have one angry American possum, and then like the little Australian ones, which are like, hello, Meek, mate. Meek. Yeah, they're, they're precious. <laughs> um, so that's what was living in my ceiling. But then, yeah, so one night we're in bed, and like just starting to fall asleep, and this liquid comes pouring out of the, like, light socket, which is weird. They were, like, recessed lighting. There should have not been a hole there, but there was. <laughs> and so we're like, oh, my God, the roof is suddenly leaking like crazy. So get out of bed, and immediately he, like, cups his hands under it, and is like, that's pee! Because <laughs> a possum had aimed its tiny bladder directly over the recessed lighting in my house oh my and peed into my bedroom. <laughs> Like, in a steady stream. I don't know how. It was a tiny, tiny animal. But Fun fact about the Australian possum, it's 90% bladder. <laughs> <laughs> so those are the scariest encounters I've had with Australia. No sharks or... Or poisonous anythings. <laughs> just, or... just things peeing on you. Yeah, so it's not ectoplasm coming out of the ceiling. It's just it's pee pee. It's <laughs> pee pee. But yeah, oh he like shook God. his hands off. And he's like, oh my God, it's pee! <laughs> With his knife in one hand oh and his tiny burgundies. Yeah. Tiny burgundies. Um, oh so yeah, but no, other than that, you know, great Amazing. place to live. Yeah. 100% recommend, but maybe not the best. I'll you. find out, because I'm going to be coming for a visit in uh, February. This is true. Yeah, maybe I'll we'll be done get into that. more spoof. There are a lot of, like, Aboriginal, um, oh. like, spirit. I, I'm not mm-hmm. trying to be culturally sensitive. I'm not sure the word, but there are a lot of, like, interesting myths mm-hmm. and, and legends mm-hmm. and things that, that we could probably learn about. I was going to say, yeah, yeah while, while I'm there, I do yeah. plan on attending, because you, you did say you were going to introduce me to your Australian friends. Mm-hmm. I plan on pumping every single one of them for any ghost stories. Yeah. <laughs> well, even, like, if you look up, um, you know, haunted places or spooky places Australia, BuzzFeed, BuzzFeed has... <laughs> But from the BuzzFeed staff in Australia, 18 most haunted places in Australia you can actually visit. Um, so there's, you know, stuff like haunted houses, haunted heck. Uh, prisons, theaters. I imagine there are art a lot center. of haunted prisons in Australia. Yeah, given it started. Yeah. <laughs> Beginnings. Um, ports, right? Military yeah, ports. Sure. Um, and then Ooh, the Devil's, Devil's Pool. Pool. Yeah, that's very far from me. Yeah. But, you yeah. know. It looks cool. It looks yeah. cool. If any of these are near my house, Ooh, though, Aboriginal told. folklore says that a woman drowned herself here after being separated from her lover, <gasps> and now she haunts the pool, luring men to the pool to join her in death. My kind of woman. Right? People have reported <laughs> seeing strange apparitions and the sound of someone crying. It also Aww. just looks beautiful. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it looks I awesome. mean, so much about Australia seems like it's fake. Like, right. when I was when I told Christy, I'm coming out, let me look up things to do, she's like, oh, do you want to see the mermaid pools? And I was like what's that? And I looked it up and I was like, how is this a real place? Ooh. The manly, manly, quarantine. Is it Sydney? It's, uh, it was used for over 150 years to isolate people who had or had been exposed to deadly infections, uh, ex- like infectious diseases. Manliness. Like, like manliness or the bubonic <laughs> plague, Spanish influenza, smallpox, typhus, scarlet fever, or yellow fever. Over 500 people died during the station's 150-year history and is said that their spirits never left. People report cold spots, strange lights, unexpected smells of potato and lemon. (laughs) Sure, sure. Just an interesting air freshener. Um, (laughs) The ghosts are like, we just wanted a (laughs) fry-up. That's an Australian thing, right? Fry-ups? I don't know. Uh, and ghost sightings of workers and patients alike. Many people have claimed to see to have seen a blonde girl with plaited hair who will talk to them and sometimes take them by the hand. Yikes. Others report being pushed by people who are not there. Um, then there's so other, there's dicks there. More hotels, asylums. Sure. Uh, Your you know, with children's kind of... laughter echoing. No, That's a hard we're not no, going there. We're not going there. We're good. Um, another hotel, cemeteries, obviously. Yeah. Um, mental hospitals. The, the entire town? <laughs> <laughs> There's a town they haunt. The, the entire, entire town. town of Picton, New South Wales. Aren't you near New South Wales? I'm in New South Wales, but hey. it's a very big state, so uh, we can, we'll look it up. Though. All right, Picton yeah, is reputed, to reputed to be Australia's most haunted town, so much so that they made a documentary about it. <gasps> of the haunted locations in Picton, the most famous is the disused Redback Range Tunnel, a 592-foot railway tunnel. 
Um, why it's haunted. There were a high number of deaths and suicide in the Redback Range Tunnel when it was in use, and the spirits are said to haunt the location. Do they say why? Uh, no. This is, I mean, this is also a very brief blurb. That's true. Visitors report seeing unexplained lights and shadows, feelings of gusts of wind, and occasionally seeing the ghost of a girl who was sexually assaulted, <gasps> and murders and, uh, ghosts of another girl who, uh, murdered, and who, the ghost of another girl who hanged herself at the entrance of the tunnel. Yikes. Yikes. And then, yeah, some other things. So, yeah, have yeah. fun in Australia, you guys. <laughs> I, I will stay in Virginia. <laughs> and I have heard, I mean... I'll bring you back a ghost. Nice, thanks. Ma- Manly Quarantine is close to my house, and my favorite, like, radio morning host went and said, I mean, we have to go and find out for ourselves, but said it genuinely did have some spooky vibes <gasps> Ooh, going on. So. And, um, Christy, you probably don't know this, but of the two of us, between me and Sasha, Sasha mostly believes in ghosts. I mostly am skeptical. So that would be a good experience for me to be haunted by a very manly ghost. Yeah. With his I'm rugged arms. I'm as well, but I also don't yeah. want to die. And <laughs> I, also, I think, I think the, word, the word manly here is a name. I know. Not, I not. know. Let me have this joke, Sasha. <laughs> the name of a town, you I, know. I know, but manly quarantine. That's true. The joke's right there. Hashtag not right. all manly. Hashtag not all manly. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, man. So I'm going to get the shit haunted out of me in Australia is what yeah. I just learned. Actually, um, maybe don't bring me back a ghost. <laughs> I'll bring you back a little cute one. You can, bring, I'll, yeah. can I bring you back a possum ghost? Oh, that'd be really cute. Oh, Pocket possum ghost. Pocket possum ghost. That'd be so Hello. cute. Yeah, I don't want you bringing anything other, like, uh, like no hanged more, girls. No, yeah, no, no, I will no, not do that. No. If we have anybody who listens who does art. And you want to draw a picture of me and Sasha as little cartoons with Sasha having a little pocket possum ghost just pooping out of her little sleeve. Pooping out of her sleeve. <laughs> just peeing like a steady stream. <laughs> Pee coming out of her sleeve. We would love it if you would draw that for us. Oh my god. Amazing. Oh my god. Um, so that's that's Australia, I guess. That's Australia. It's haunted as fuck and there are things that pee on you. I can't wait for you to t- like go to get investigate. Yeah, to get peed on. I want I want Courtney to get peed on. No, um, I'll call you in but tears. I've never been a tourist, especially not a supernatural tourist. So this yeah. might be my first. I, I it's on. I can't wait for you guys to like. It is on, much like Donkey about. Kong. Right? What is that? February. Yep. Okay. Stay tuned. Third week in February. Like twelve weeks from now, <laughs> uh, we'll have a report. Twelve weeks from now, Sasha will be like, "I regret to inform you that this will be the final spoop hour." Oh, no. has the shit haunted out of her. <laughs> uh... No, it'll be more like Courtney fell in love with some very small, cute possums, and she's not coming back now. <laughs> They're so fluffy. This would be fine. They have little cute noses. <laughs> Christy's like, "Okay." Yeah. <laughs> no one else would be happy. <laughs> Oh, man. All right, well, switching gears and coming back from Australia, now going to Texas. What? Um, we have a listener story from a college friend, acquaintance. Mike, how would you define us? Um, <laughs> for a second, I was, like, waiting for him to be like, well, Sasha. Well, Sasha. <laughs> um, no, but, uh, yeah, no. A col- Can I just I- say, when this email came through, um, I saw it, and I got so excited. I was like, oh, my God, someone who doesn't know us sent us a story. And that's, like, my favorite thing is when people who don't know us send us stories. And then I saw Sasha can attest to this, and I was like, oh. Sasha's yeah. friend. Sasha's <laughs> friend. Um, yeah, no, so Mike, Mike is a college friend. Um, Thanks, Mike. And more, we're probably more Twitter friend than anything at this point because I believe you know, he refers yeah. to you as his he Twitter recalls friend. me Twitter friend in this piece. Um, but yeah, uh, hope you're doing well, Mike. Thank you for sending us this story. Um, so uh, I will start. Um, so Mike was at a conference in San Antonio, Texas last week. Okay, so okay. setting the stage. All right, from Mike. Naturally, I was drinking 30 ounce margaritas by myself <laughs> on the river walk, like which is do. not out of the ordinary for me, as Sasha can attest to from my JMU days. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I was quite tipsy, but I was talking to a bartender at a little Tex-Mex bar asking about the weird things in San Antonio. Thank you, Mike. Um, he said, nothing weird in San Antonio, but there was this crazy situation on the border of Texas and Mexico in a city called Matamoros, shamelessly paraphrased from a New York Times archive. Um, thank you, Mike. Thank you for doing your research. All right, April 1989, El Padrino, the godfather, was a drug smuggler. He believed that magic spells were why the Mexican cartels were so success or were successful, so he wanted to imitate that. He believed that sacrificing people and using black magic from Haiti, Cuba, and Jamaica would protect them, even from bullets. Fucking idiots. <laughs> <laughs> As we all know, ghosts <laughs> repel bullets. Yeah. Right? That's it. That's it. Because like ghosts, they're... which are famously thick and hard to 
pass, pass through. through. Yeah. Um, what set it off was a uni- University of Texas pre-med student uh, who was abducted and murdered and found on the Mexican murder ranch. It was said that El Padrino wanted a superior brain for his rituals. Yikes. Unfortunately, the student tried to escape. He clearly didn't make it and succumbed to a machete to the neck. Yikes. I'm pretty sure I've seen that horror movie. <laughs> right? Fourteen people total had been taken in over a nine-month period, and they were all found in a crude grave. Shit. So, like, you know, it was spring break, there, were, there was turning up, pot, cocaine, you know, the normal. Many of these kids were college-age young adults, and then they just vanished. They were kidnapped. Um, but the situation that was uncovered after their bodies were uh, were found was where it gets crazy. How sorry? How recently was this? Nineteen eighty nine. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because I know something recently happened where a bunch of teenagers did go missing in Mexico. Yeah. Well, there was the 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 college students mm. who all disappeared, who who were disappeared, basically probably by the government. Yeah. 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 This seems a little bit more supernatural. Spooky. Um, so the mur- these murders were insane, and in this mini cartel, um, or sorry, and this mini cartel was crazy. When they went to the ranch after the arrest of El Padrino, um, they found a shack that was like 14 by 24 feet, tons of al- altar candles, and balls of cheap tequila, which Mike says sounds like a good Friday night. <laughs> Lots of I don't know, maybe that's why none of his rituals work, is because he wasn't using the good stuff. Yeah, gotta use the good stuff. Um, but inside, there was a cauldron that had a turtle, a horseshoe, goat's feet, and other animal remains floating in what the New York Times called a dank soup. But not the good kind of <laughs> <Jesus>. dank. <laughs> the bad dank. Um, mixed in with body parts and human blood. <sighs> uh, yeah, so, so that's uh, so Wait. scary. So, yeah. This is where the bodies were found, or is it... The, the this bodies is where, where the bo- doing okay. shit. he was doing his shit. Yeah, so they found the accrued grave, and then they found the, the, the stuff the nearby. Stuff okay, nearby. Yikes. Yeah, so Mike, thank you for thank talking you, Mike. to that bartender. I hope you had fun. I hope you dr- <laughs> the margaritas were delicious. I hope they used the good ounces. tequila. Yeah. 30 ounce margaritas, I hope like, they... I was gonna say, like, 8 ounces into that thing, you'd no longer care if it's delicious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But I hope it was at least the good tequila, you know. Not like your not the cheap, cheap tequila. basic backwoods ritual of right? tequila. Oh my god. Well, thank you, Twitter friend. Oh my god, that was great. Are um, you a Twitter fine. friend who wants to be on this show? Right? Email spoophour at gmail.com. Actually, you know what? The last time I saw Mike was exactly a year ago today. Whoa! Whoa. Because we went to a wedding. <laughs> I was like, how do you know so specifically? Uh, no, but, uh, today's Geraldine's yeah. anniversary, yeah. Geraldine and Brian. Um, and the well water was contaminated. <laughs> That's right, because you came yeah, back I and came you had back the poops. Like, <laughs> My body won't stop <laughs> expelling waste. Stop. Pooping. Pooping. <laughs> it was great. Geraldine, I think you listen to this podcast. I love you. <laughs> I remember because you came home and you were like... water was crap. <laughs> literal crap. That made me crap. I remember when you came home you were like, I think we all got food poisoning. I don't know. Nope, it was the water. Yeah, because even the caterers were like, no, we got sick too and it wasn't the food because we don't eat the food. We're the caterers. <laughs> we cater the food. We cater it. All, All right. right. Yeah, so thank you, Mike. Thank you to any future people who send us pieces. Do I you want to be thanked for sending us a piece? Email spoophour at gmail.com. Right? Ask, and if you don't have any, just like start poking around, do the John Mulaney thing, and just straight up go to your parents and be like, so, you ever seen have you ever seen a ghost? Right? Yeah, so Christy like, also went to this John Mulaney thing. So she weekend. understands. She understands. Like, It'll be on Netflix soon soon-ish. enough. Yeah. 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 I'm sure. Um... Yeah, like, you don't know until you ask. I found out that my great-grandmother, who, by all accounts, as far as I was concerned, was a very, like, straight-laced woman, believed in both ghosts and aliens, and saw both ghosts and aliens during her time on Earth. So, like, you never know until you ask. Right. (laughs) So ask. Ask. It's always good to ask. Ask. Speaking of asking, let me guys ask you. What? Let me guys. (laughs) (laughs) That was going to be such a good transition. You know know what's great is that I'm glad we don't edit our podcast before we post it. Let me guys. Everyone gets these nice organic. Let me guys. (laughs) I am a champ. I used to competitively give speeches. It's fine. It's okay. This weekend I was trying to say that I was three. I can't even say it now. I was trying to say I was three beers deep. <laughs> I kept saying three deers beep. <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't get beep, it. Beep, 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 While beep, you're beep. illustrating art, art, friends, please draw us three deers beep. Beep, 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 beep. beep, beep, beep. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right. Well, <laughs> let me guys ask you. <laughs> um, let me ask you guys a question. This is what's going to be. Sure. Nice transition. This is going to be like, I was going to get the best transition award at the Oscars. <laughs> and it was going to be so good. Because it was natural and it was going to tie in the one thing to the other. But instead, I ruined we'll, we'll everything. We'll try again next week. <laughs> take On two. On Spoop Hour. On Spoop Hour. <laughs> same time, same place. Um, take two. I have a featured creature for this week. Oh! So, Christy is a newbie to the podcast, so basically what happens is one of us reads a thing to the other one about a ghost or a cryptid or a monster or whatever, and the other person has to try to guess what it is. This week, there's two of you. I don't know that you're going to get it. It is a little challenging, and it's something that I had only heard of in passing and never really done a lot of research for. Lay it on us. It's also something that has three origin legends. So I tried to distill them um, because I was on several different websites being like, which one of these is the thing? Um, Well, they're mythological. Exactly. So So they were all like, it's all of them. (laughs) Um, Whatever. So... And Christy, just so you know, I always assume the identity of the featured creature. So I'll be speaking in the first person as if I were this thing. According to legend, I was once a beautiful Cherokee woman. My husband was a hunter, and he would join the men in a sacred rite to ask forgiveness of the animals they were about to hunt, and also seek some help for their task from the supernatural. Women were forbidden to participate in this rite, but the curiosity ate me alive. One night, when the men went to hunt, I wrapped myself in a cougar skin and followed them out to the woods to see the right. They spotted me, and the leader of the crew dragged me to the circle and cursed me to wear the cougar skin forever. I became a hideous giant half-cougar, half-lady, and now I wander the woods of Appalachia, crying out, stealing animals from farms, and destroying things. Hashtag goals. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag life goals. Right. Or, I could be the result of an evil evil demon called Iwa. Emo demon. (laughs) That's all of them. Um, Iwa, the emo demon, who feasted on the dreams of Cherokee children. Iwa could drive men mad with a glance, but they sent the strongest warrior to fight him away. This guy was my husband. After he was driven mad, I, as the man's wife, wanted some fucking revenge. So I put on a bobcat mask and hunted down Iwa and used the magic from the mask to defeat him. I then inhabited the body of this creature to become a protector of my tribe's lands. Or... Or... (laughs) I'm a witch that lives alone and turns into a cat at night to steal local farm animals. Once someone caught me mid-transition, so I got stuck half-human, half-cat forever. So, as a description, I'm a big-ass cat that walks on hind legs and my eyes are hypnotic and glowing. I have a frightening cry. I walk the woods of Appalachia. Do you guys have any idea what I am? I probably should. Yeah, (laughs) given that I'm from... The woods of Appalachia. nitpicky go for but it she's a bobcat and a cougar in two different legends and yes. those are very different yeah, very different of scary. well i mean when you turn into like a half woman That's half true. large cat it's kind of hard to say like which what, large which cat, cat you is. are okay because yeah. i'm just like cougar like absolutely utterly terrifying bobcat yeah. like yeah, yeah kind of cute kind of cute <laughs> would be the big feet less likely to kill you yeah um I do. It's all. I. I don't know the name of it at all. I'm no, sorry. That's okay. It sounds familiar. Sasha. If it helps, <laughs> I, I'm also. I'm frequently used as a mascot for different schools throughout Appalachia. Cougars, but. No, <laughs> yes, I'm a cougar. The end. <laughs> my high school mascot. Do cougars even exist? We just don't know. Oh, oh. <laughs> huh? Like now I'm like trying to go through my my. The glowing eyes is also mm-hmm. so that was across all three. Like, list yeah, of high glowing eyes always half lady half cat. We sit in silence on we a s- podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we need some music while right? you guys think. Like, Do, um, I don't know. Do you guys give up? Yeah, I give up. I am a wampus cat. Or what? sometimes called a catawampus. Okay, oh, catawampus. <laughs> okay. You yeah. were so offended. <laughs> um, yeah, like I like I said, I'd heard of catawampuses in passing, and I knew they were some sort of monster thing, but I didn't yeah. really know. It sounds like an were. old person curse word. Ah, you catawampus. catawampus. That's funny, because actually, um, the catawampus is also used to describe something that's um, at the opposite diagonal corner to you. So you could be like, oh, it's catawampus from here. Or if you've ever heard kitty oh, catty, corner, or catty, or catty corner, corner, same yeah. thing. Oh. 
So catawampus, so kind of askew. Um, right? Well. Fun facts. So basically, the wampus cat has been seen everywhere from Tennessee to the Carolinas. So basically, all of Appalachia is just right. getting around. Um, for the most part, this is a story, then in my notes, I refer to it as this is a story from white people talking about the Cherokee rather than being a Cherokee myth, which you can yeah. kind of tell based on some of the things in there. It's like, mm, this seems to just be like othering the hell out of Cherokees, but right. okay. Okay. Um, so apparently. <sighs> And this this made it very difficult to research this featured creature. Um, the wampus cat is apparently a thing in the American strain of Harry Potter Ilvermorny because they're like, oh, the wampus cat is a magical creature who's used in one court, whatever. And because every time in my research, it kept bringing me back to stupid Harry Potter fan sites. And I was like, no, I don't want this. It's from something else. It's a different thing, and I want to know about the other thing. I don't want to know about your stupid world. <laughs> so They're there. No. They're there. <laughs> it's not okay. So that was that was what I learned about the catawampus, or the wampus nice. cat. And apparently the wampus cat is, like, the mascot of a bunch of different high schools in Appalachia. Huh. Really interesting. Right? Wow. Thank the you, Christy. You Although the pictures, I am looking yeah. it up right now, are... It looks like just like a mountain cat. Well, some of them... Okay. This. Oh, oh yeah, like that, that. that comes That's that so comes well. from the one where she's wearing a bobcat mask to go avenge her husband, because that was one of the sites I yeah, used. Yeah, not the entire skin of... No, she's just got the mask on. So Christy was showing us a woman with a cat on her face, essentially. Um, so... And it was mostly silly. It was mostly a little silly. Much like me when I wake up on the couch. It's just cat on your face. Cat on my face. That's what happens when you fall asleep in our house. Um... Yeah, so that was that was what I learned about the catwalk. I figured since we were doing a cat themed episode, episode, I googled cat cryptids, and then I saw I was like, ooh, catawampus. I've heard of that. What's the deal? And what's the deal what's with catawampuses? Jerry Seinfeld, not you again. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jerry Seinfeld guest starred on last week's episode. Oh yeah, He's, you know the guy from B movie. I'm a terrible ghost. The guy from B movie. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah. So we're, we we that. Let me guys you ask, or whatever the fuck I said. <laughs> um, let's seg into talking about cats yeah, and the so, lore associated. Yeah, so what do you got on cats? So um, we wanted to do a cat episode because obviously everybody knows there's a lot of mythological shit about cats. Like mm-hmm. they were worshipped at times. Sometimes they're considered very good luck. Sometimes they're very bad luck. Um, what's the deal? And even my mom, who listens to this podcast, hi mom, um suggested we should do a cat episode because growing up she had a babysitter that would not let the cats in the room with her when she was sleeping because of the first thing I'm going to talk about. Cool. So according to English folk tales, cats will sit on the chests of babies and steal their breath, either because they're jealous that the baby is getting all of the attention that rightfully belongs to the cat, or because babies smell like milk and cats are just crazy for milk. Um, so my mom had a babysitter that would not let a cat sleep in the room with her because she thought the cat was going to sit on her chest and steal her breath. Or just, like, suffocate the shit out of the baby. Right? Yeah. Probably just being suffocated by Well, yeah, because babies are delicate and you don't want to put your, like, 25-pound cat on your baby's chest. Babies are delicate? Sorry. <laughs> they Spoilers. have rubber bones, so yeah, I mean, only kind they're of. upsetting. They have but... a self-destruct button on the top of their head. It's a nightmare. Yeah. Um, so here's some upsetting stuff about that folktale. It's not just affecting my mom's babysitter mm-hmm. when she was a child, not currently. Um, in 1791, a jury in Plymouth, England, found a cat guilty of infanticide. Jesus. A jury. A jury. Yeah, like, what if, a group what? of people were like, How yep. was the cat supposed to represent it? Right, the cat's just like. Meow. The cat, like, takes a nap on the stand, and they're like, Your Honor, he's making a mockery of this court. <laughs> <laughs> he just, like, licks himself. Um, as recently as 1929, the Nebraska State Journal printed a report from a doctor that said he saw a cat, quote, lying on the baby's breast upon either side of the babe's mouth, the cat's lips pressing on those of the child, and the infant's face as pale as that of a corpse, <gasps> its lips with the blueness of death. Or the baby was warm, but... I mean, you know, it's whatever. Um, yeah, like, the fact that they saw a cat sitting on a baby's chest and was like, <gasps> the cat's and sucking then, the air out of the baby. And sniffed its face. I know. It's so cute. Um, you don't know that the cat wasn't trying to perform CPR. That's a, no, no joke. That, <laughs> I, that was literally, I thought, I was like, that could, cat could have been trying to save that baby who died right? for whatever reason, because we didn't take care of babies very well in 1929. Come on. Give yeah. the cat the benefit of the doubt. Hashtag right? team cat. 
Um, so since the Middle Ages, we've been kind of spoopy about cats in Western mm-hmm. culture because cats are believed to be buddy buddy with Satan. So this kind of ties back into our witch thing oh, from, right, the, right. from our Halloween episode. Um, so they thought cats had the hotline to Satan, so they could they had venomous bites and breath that could give you consumption. So if a cat breathes in your mouth, you're gonna get consumption. Great. Which is a very specific circumstance. Like, people must have been just letting their cats do whatever the fuck they wanted. Like, here, kitty, put your head in my mouth. I don't know what diet cats were on back then, but I never want cat breath in my face. It's not good. It's fishy and weird. (laughs) Even when they don't eat fish. I know. That's the the spooky part. Whoa. (laughs) Um, They also believed, and this is the scariest one, so if you guys get nervous, you can hold hands. Okay. (laughs) Cats could also make beer go sour. Make, I know. Make what? Beer go sour. Like make your oh, beer, beer taste go sour. Okay. All I could hear was beer ghost hour, and I was like, "Is that beer like a- ghost hour?" Oh. You crack over the beer, and the no, ghosts are like, mm-hmm. "I was thinking, is that like another podcast?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Poop hour beer. Fun ghost. fact: Cats make a podcast called Beer Ghost Hour. Okay. I just wanted them to have like a little seance in the wood where they summoned ghosts with beer <laughs> and a bunch of cats drinking beer in the woods. Like, that sounds awesome. That does. I'd watch that movie. Um. So, cats were also blamed for the Black Plague, so a lot of cats were killed, particularly ones that were black, during that time, and that was a super bummer, because as we know now, fleas were what was spreading it, and what eats things that have fleas on them? Cats. Mm. And you motherfuckers were killing all the cats, so guess what spread? Fleas. Fleas. Punks. Um... So, in happier news, some cultures believe that certain cats are lucky, like the Maneki Neko of Japan, which, mm-hmm. ha- which is the cat with the paw. Yeah. Um, and you'll see it with, like, the paw waving and whatever else. That's just believed to be a lucky cat. Um, in Buddhism, there's actually a lot of lore around cats. Mm-hmm. So, a dark cat is believed to bring gold. A light cat is believed to bring silver. Um, and a specific sect of Buddhism that was practiced in Siam and Burma, so mm-hmm. modern-day Thailand and Myanmar. Yeah. Um, believed that if you led a holy life when you died, your soul was put into a cat for safekeeping. So you'd be in, like, little kitty, warm, oh, yeah, yeah. safe purgatory for a bit, and then when the cat died, then you'd purgatory. go on. Purgatory. Hey! Purgatory. Oh! oh. Double. double. Double layer pun. Yes. This is the quality content you come here for. <laughs> um... <laughs> So yeah, that was they they believed, and so you weren't supposed you were expected not to fuck with cats. There are some right. statues of Buddha still that depicts him as having sleeping cats at his feet, yeah. and that's why is because if you led a holy life, you'd be put into a cat for safekeeping Aww. until the cat died. Oh, right, isn't that nice? Um, I'm always talking about how like I want to come back as a cat, but that's like know, really yeah. nice. That's like, a really just, sweet. Like, yeah, then it's literally your... you. You're just like plopped into a little kitty. What? I'd like that. Right? I would really like that. That's my afterlife. sunshine. People feeding you and petting you and playing with your hair. Cats have the best life. They do. Okay. Some some spook cats. Whoa! We're going to get more into the spook cats. for murder. (laughs) (laughs) For killing babies. Hashtag goals. Just kidding. I don't kill children. Um, I don't particularly like them, but I don't kill them. So, um, in Russia, they believe that, shockingly, Russian blue cats are lucky, which are the really deeply gray cats. Oh, yeah, yeah, They're believed to be lucky. Um, early sailors, just around the world, believed that polydactyl cats, so the cats with the extra toesies, um, in scientific terms, they're toesies, um, they believed that polydactyl cats were lucky. So a lot of settlers coming to America brought polydactyl cats with them for good fortune. And that's why we have so many polydactyl cat colonies on the East Coast. Oh. So you have the one in Florida, you have them in New England. It's because so many were brought over because they were b- believed to bring good luck. Yeah. So that's how we ended up with so I many polydactyl cats. I honestly never looked it up, but assumed polydactylism was because of inbreeding oh i'm sure that's why it's still around okay but um if i remember correctly it is a dominant trait so if a cat that is polydactyl mates mates with with a cat who isn't isn't. their kids their kittens not their kids what am i i'm drunk um their kids will have polydactyl yeah and i had a friend growing up where didn't spay her pets you should always spay Spay your pets pets. they're gonna bone yeah they were all polydactyl probably now because i know that's the dominant gene yeah they made babies with each other (laughs) they had her own colony (laughs) and that's why we have polydactyl well she was probably very lucky because polydactyl cats are lucky so let's get into some spoopy cats shall we yes 
Yes. So, um, in Scottish and Irish folklore, somehow I always end up in Scottish and Irish folklore. I never set out to go there, but then I'm like, ooh, because it's something Shlele. like, Shillelagh, children, why are you running? Um, so there is a big black cat oh, with- wait, a... Christy was there for that. Yes, yeah, Christy was there when yeah. the seeds for this podcast were first sown and we talked about the Jersey Devil and right. I did my awesome Irish accent, which is almost as good as my Australian one. Um, none of those are true things except for the fact that Christy was there. Um, so in Scottish and Irish folklore, there's a big black cat with a white patch on his chest and it's called the Ketchy, which is spelled Cat Sith. So thanks Ireland once again. Um, weird spelling. Yeah, I Googled, I was like, how do I say this? I assumed it's cat something. No, it's Ketchy. 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 Rather than Cat Sith, which sounds like an awesome thing in the next Star Wars movie. Um. <laughs> so the Ketchy... Um, haunts the Scottish Highlands and wanders around looking for souls to steal and deliver to Satan. Pretty yeah, chill. 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 Um, I say big. So the Ketchi is supposed to be the size of a dog, which is big for a cat, but pretty small otherwise. Well, but then also the size of what kind of dog? <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of types of dogs. Well, of course, all the research I said just like like a medium sized dog. Okay. So I'm imagining it's a cat the size of like a, a forty retriever. pound dog. Yeah, yeah. yeah. which is big for a cat, yeah, yeah. but it's not like. Whoa, it's a 10-foot-tall cat! Like, not like our friend the demon cat of DC. Okay, right, right, who can, right. Who can blow up to be 10 feet by 10 feet. Um, so, he big. Um, so, the Ketchi is believed to be a woman, because there is speculation that the Ketchi is a witch who can turn into a cat, but, and this I'm going to read exactly as I have written it in my notes, but only nine times! Whoa! And after the ninth time, she stays a cat. Does that sound familiar? nine oh. times this is believed to be the origin of where the cats having nine lives comes from is because the cat she nine times turning into a cat after the ninth time it's you stay a done. cat yeah. mm-hmm. mm. so if you've got a cat she wandering around what what can you do to protect souls this is great so you want to distract the cat she so you leave out catnip riddles because all cats love riddles you wrestle with it, and you play loud music so you can distract the catchy. So if you're, like, burying your friend or you're having a wake or whatever, yeah. you're just going to want to sprinkle some catnip outside and play some loud music and leave out a couple riddles. Bagpipes. I mean, we uh, are talking about the Highlands. Yeah. yeah so yeah. odds are, like, in my head, I like to imagine it's like, but it's probably it's bagpipes. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Which sound like cats. Right. <laughs> Whoa! Blowing this whole thing wide open. Um, They also will not light fires in a room with a corpse because, and this is from my notes, duh, cats love warm spots by the fire. So they won't light fires in your corpses because then the cat shoe will be like, ooh, a warm spot. Ooh, a dead body! Let me get that soul, girl! Um, So, once again, we become Sahwin Hour. (laughs) Sorry! Did you just pull a Kit Kat out of your pocket? I pulled a Carmex out of (laughs) This is not my best. <laughs> or it's mine now, but okay. Anyway, so um free chapstick. So, um, during Sahwin, because this podcast is always about Sahwin, which is spelled Sam. Sam Hain. Now we, we know it's Sahwin. It's Sahwin. Because again, Irish spelling. I don't know. It's fun. It's super funsies. So during Sahwin, if you leave out a saucer of milk for the Ketchi, she'll hashtag bless your house. That's directly from my Aww. notes. But if you don't leave out, that's so sweet. You're like, right? oh, this is nice. If you don't leave out a saucer of milk, she'll curse your cows and their milk will dry up. So she's like, oh, I see. You're too good to leave me out a present? Fuck yo, cows. I mean, they understood cats very well. <laughs> that's true. That is that is a very cat like, thing to do. Warm places by fires. I suspect the cat shit is real. <laughs> I want to believe. I want to believe. <laughs> okay. So, um, this next part, so I'm going to talk about the Black Cat of Killikey House. So this is from HiddenDublinWalks.com, because apparently they do ghost tours of Killikey House. So this is also in Ireland. Ireland. Yeah. Again, I never set out on a journey to Scotland and Ireland, but I end up there. Right. We should go. We should. And do some ghost walks. Yeah, And see see all the ghost cats, because there are quite a few. So, um, the Black Cat of Killikey House is a large and allegedly hideous black cat. I say allegedly because I have a hard time believing any cat can be truly ugly, because all cats are beautiful. Yes. Um, so this cat was first spotted in 1968, so it's fairly new as Mm. far as myths about cat go. 
Um, in a derelict building that was bought by Margaret O'Brien and her husband, Mr. O'Brien. They never name him, so Mr. Yeah. O'Brien. Um, Mr. Margaret O'Brien. And they were going to renovate this really gross building into being an art house. So they bought it. And they were like, let's renovate. Mm-hmm. Um, they kept hearing spooky noises all over the estate. And all their workers were like, really, really scary noises. We don't want to work here anymore. Um, and they kept hearing animal sounds. In the night, so they right. so they were like, all right, she's she was gonna get to the bottom of this because she was a boss bitch who did her own work. So she went to talk to the head foreman to see what's going on. Is, right. Are there a lot of animals in this area? Is this a normal thing that we hear weird, spooky sounds? Yeah. And he was like, I don't fucking know, bro. This has never happened to any of us before. Yeah. Um. So it, they talked late into the night trying to get to the bottom of this mystery. Right. So when she walked back to her room, she was confronted by the frightening black cat who <gasps> glared at her in the hallway and proud angrily prowled angrily so i was just like yeah doing the angry crazy thing that kept it right he's 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 bigger so he's a he's a big cat but he is just a big black cat so he's probably like i don't know like 30 pounds decent size cat um so the cat after she spotted the cat she was like oh shit it's actually this supernatural beastie because it just popped up out of nowhere and then disappeared um the cat did the same thing a few nights later to one of the workmen so, Mrs. O'Brien got some shit done, called a priest to do an exorcism, and that got rid of the cat. Like, they never saw him again. Until! So, they finished renovating the house, and they turned it into an art house, and they mm-hmm. had, you know, roving art troops, and they had some actors come in. Well, these actors got drunk, and they were like, it'd be really funny if we summoned up this ghost. Oh. So, they did! Um, no. <laughs> so, after they summoned up that cat, a local medium came by and said that the cat was the work of the notorious Hellfire Club. Uh, who does satanic rituals, and um, they always portray the cat as being bathed in fire. Except I googled what the Hellfire Club was, because I was like, is this like early biker gang? Are we talking like Hell's Angels? Yeah, the name of it. Right? No, it's just a bunch of fancy rich dudes being drunk and gross. Like, Ben Franklin was in the Hellfire (laughs) Club. So it was just like a debauchery club where like fancy dudes went to like let down their hair and pants and just be gross. And apparently summon demon cats. So, Hellfire Club's a bit misleading, <laughs> but um, that's fine. So, who, how are we getting so many big cats in Celtic lands? Like, yeah. you would think. Um, so, there is a Scottish wildcat called the Kellis Cat, and it's unique oh. to the area who looks like an all-black bobcat. Uh-huh. In my notes, I put, it's pretty cute, um, and I linked it. So, people thought that the Kellis Cat, much like the um, Black cat, if Killicky House yeah. and Ketchit were fake mythological cats, um, and so people were like, "No, that's just that that's yeah. an old wives' tale, whatever." But then they actually found out, "Oh no, this is a real thing. It's just kind of hard to spot." So I'll show you. It's basically just like a bigger black cat. It's just yeah. like a little fluffy, cute guy. Huh. Pretty cute. But if you're being skeptical, the size of it could be that large black right, cat to right. which they're referring. Exactly. Dog-sized almost. Almost small dog size. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well done, Christy. Um, so the Kellis cat is a subspecies of the European wildcat, which is, explains why it's kind of big. So it's not even like genetically mutated. No, it's just like, it's just a wildcat, so... Great. And those are the cats I researched today. All right. Yay! Well, in our last, um... Ten-ish minutes. Yeah. Um, you got, yeah, got a little. Yeah. Um, I'm going to talk about Japanese cats. Um, no. So you mentioned Manekineko earlier. Um, and yeah, that one also popped up where it's just, you know, they're a lucky cat. Um, the earliest record. Whoa. Excuse me. <laughs> the earliest record. Authentic of, moments. Authentic moments. I was just so excited. <laughs> just um, burping out her excitement. <laughs> uh, earliest records of Marikineko, um date back to 1852, um, 1850s, so not, not too long ago. Huh. Um, in the Meiji era, there is... Um, there's an article, newspaper article where they talk about a kimono-clad Manakineko um, that Aww. was distributed at a shrine in Osaka. Um, lots of... In the early 19... Or, yeah, early 1900s, they were having, like, advertisements, um, you know, kind of capitalizing on this idea that, you know, oh, you know, like, they'll bring you luck, you know, bring you money. Um, and so, uh, there, some people have noted, because the, the paw is, I'm, I'm gesturing, po- podcasts are not a visual medium, um, but <laughs> always gets us. they're motioning for you to come in, like, mm. come Yeah, they kind of, they kind of, like, beckon, wave you. Right, um, and so, <laughs> now like, doing it it's the opposite of how Americans say, like, come here, Japanese people do, like, up. So overhanded, instead of underhanded, they're overhanded. Yeah. So it's it. overhanded. So if you're thinking about the manakineko going up and down, so it's almost like you bend your arm at the elbow going yeah. up and down. Right. Um. So 
people have said that that seems a little bit like the gesture of a cat washing its face, and there is a Japanese belief that a cat washing its face means a visitor will soon arrive. Oh, so so cute, cute, right? This is like the nice, cute thing, but not scary, right? Um, oh my god, we did the gesture and a visitor has arrived and it's my cat. Oh, Zelda showed up. Oh my god. <laughs> um, yeah, so, so you know, people people have also seen, like, stray cats, like or, like, you know, legends and stories about, like, a stray cat outside of a train station mm. will, like, you know, go to, you know, like, up to someone and, you know, the person will follow them or whatever and they'll come to a shop and they're like, oh, you know, I needed, you know. Deodorant. Uh, Deodorant, or, like, you know, a bread something or something, you know, get, yeah, possibly, but <laughs> maybe, but yeah, like, so, so the cat will, like, sort of lead customers Oh, I in. needed a life. Yeah, or, you know, people <laughs> bend down, like, talk to the, you know, like, pet the cat, talk to the cat, greet the cat, and then realize, oh, I'm outside of, like, a tea shop or something. Like, I mean, oh, as I far as I'm concerned, tea. if yeah. you're bending down and saying hi to a cat, your day is already made. Right, so they're like, oh, how about that? Um, so that's a nice, happy cat. <laughs> what a good rest, cat. Rest. Or <laughs> so, amazing. So, um, in the yokai family, which I talked about mm-hmm. several episodes back, um, there's so there's a classification called bakeneko, so um, like ghost cats, um, <laughs> or a monster cat. You talk about obake, yeah. right? Um, and so its habitats, like basically everywhere, towns and cities, um, basically where there are people. Um, and they're usually, they can be feral or domestic, right? Um, and the, the say, the thought is that when cats live to an old age, they start to develop supernatural powers and then can develop or transform themselves into yokai. Um, I saw a thing briefly about yeah. that when I was doing in the Buddhist section, they were talking yeah, about yeah. the older a cat gets, I think it's in China that they believe the older a cat gets, the more powers it has. Right. And so Bakaneko uh, begin their supernatural life looking almost identical to an ordinary house cat, but then they can start walking about on their hind legs. And as they age and their powers increase, they also grow to become very large and sometimes as big as a full grown human. And so looking, reading that, oh my God. and thinking... Like, reminded me immediately of my favorite um, Ghibli movie, uh, which is The Cat Cat Returns, Returns. where there's this, like, procession of cats walking on their hind legs, carrying, um, in the American version, it's, um, what's-his-face from Rocky Horror Picture Show. Tim Curry? Tim Curry. Tim Curry is the king cat. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I highly recommend this movie. In Um, fact, it's it's animated as Tim Curry in the American version, isn't it? Not actually as a cat, it's it's just Tim Curry on a little thing. Yeah, it's Tim Curry on a little thing, and a bunch of cats are carrying him. Um... Yeah, and I think... Uh, yeah. I'm so sorry. Christy's just like, why? What? Um, yeah, so so they're walking, so that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, so Bakaneko possess great shape-shifting abilities and frequently disguise themselves either as smaller cats or well. they can disguise themselves as humans. Um, and sometimes even their own masters, which is kind of terrifying. Like, if you've got, like, Zelda <laughs> walking around, like, pretending Being to be Courtney. And you um, guys are, like, talking to her, and she's like, hmm, I agree, we should feed the cats more. <laughs> and they can learn to speak human languages. They also can eat things that are that are much bigger than they are. And they can also eat poisonous things without any difficulty at oh, all. They're um, like Link in Breath of the Wild. It's even possible for a Bakaneko to eat its own master and then take its form. Jesus. Oh my god. Zelda, living no. on in his place. So Zelda, please do not eat Zelda, Courtney. Zelda, no. Um, and, well, but Courtney's, uh, not Courtney. Oh god, <laughs> it's, it's already happening. <laughs> Am I fading away? Zelda's not that old, right? She's, um, almost eight. Oh. Best of luck, Courtney. No! <laughs> Prowling around right now. <laughs> um, she's waiting. I love you though, but um, no. <laughs> uh, and then uh, they also, you know, if you aren't going to kill, if they're not going to kill your, their owner, um, they can also summon, you know, curses or misfortune. That's um, fine. Ghostly fireballs. That. They're also known to accidentally start house fires. Oh, um, that explains a lot. Uh, they also can reanimate fresh corpses oh, and use them fun. as puppets for their own nefarious purpose. So, like, Bakaneko <laughs> is such a big classification that really it's like anything can happen. Well, any cat that steals identities. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, so we're I, looking... I have had my identity stolen before. I just never thought it could be Zelda. Yeah, so we're I thought it was just cats... some dude who got my credit card number. Oh, God. <laughs> we're looking for cats that are generally over 13 years old and oh, okay. grow to a you know, pretty large size. She's um, pretty small. That they also maybe have a long, exceptionally long tail. Your tail's normal size. Yeah, so... I think I'm safe. Yeah, I think you're safe. I won't know um, either way in, for another five years. <laughs> and within um, the Bakaneko classification, there are Kasha and Nekomata. And Kasha is um, literally, like, the kanji, Ka is fire. Um, so this is, again, of that, um, mm. the one I was just talking about. So 
this one that can just, like, start fire. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And it usually happens after... um, uh, a funeral, like after a funeral service, they will leap down and snatch a body from its coffin. <laughs> I'm just imagining they grab it the way cats grab things, so like by the neck, and it's just like what? right. Look, but look at this picture. <laughs> like, <laughs> what? I don't. Why does it have abs? I don't. No, those are nipples. Oh no, that's so much worse. Holding the corpse over its head. While like grimacing, it's like ha ha, and, and it's and, also like, on fire. It's also pooping out fire. fire. Yeah. Important, yeah. Um, and so it's still the corpse, and then uh, and it will either um whisk them down to hell, or they'll use them as their puppets, right? Can I just throw this out there? Yeah. We have a apparently ancient populaces had a lot of anxiety about cats being around dead people, right? Yeah, I wonder why. <laughs> I don't know. If because you know. Cats being linked to the devil, it's not a strictly Western thing. No, it's everywhere. everywhere. Also, like, although there was that one cat in that nursing home, Oscar, who could predict who was going to die next. So maybe that's why they saw, like, hey, wait a second, that cat was hanging around Bill before he died. Right. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. A mystery. A mystery. <laughs> um, so, because it's nearly impossible to retrieve a dead a person's remains after they've been snatched by Akasha, <laughs> um, it makes... <laughs> I'm so sorry, but it's, they're just saying that, like, because it's hard to uh, reobtain someone after they've been launched into space, because it's hard to get them back from a cat that steals the <laughs> dead body. Overhand carrying fire cat <laughs> <broken>. <laughs> When the you cat hooks chasing up. after it to get the corpse back. Well, bye, well, friend. Bye. You had a good run. Yeah, so so it makes passing on to the next life really difficult. So the <laughs> best defense is to be prepared. <laughs> Don't start warm fire. Is that, is that Yeah, no warm fires. Put catnip outside right. the lake. So temples in areas where Kasha are said to prowl have devised unique ways of defending against these monster cats. Um, Do any of them involve jingly toys? No, in Yamagata, um, there are there's the habit of maybe holding two funeral ceremonies. Well, the first oh. one is fake. The casket is only filled with rocks, so if Kasha comes for the body, it ends up with nothing. <laughs> Can you imagine being a grieving widow and having them be like, okay, ma'am, don't do worry. Twice. When we you show up at noon tomorrow, funeral. it's going to be a rock funeral. But at 1.30, the real thing's happening. Right? <laughs> and then you can say goodbye to your husband. And so cats don't steal it. <laughs> and then um, in Ehime, um, a head shaving razor may be placed on top of the coffin as um, a, like a... a Deterrent? Deterrent. I was trying to think, like, omamori, but that's in Japanese, and I can't. <laughs> Sorry. Um, cats hate razors. They yeah, hate cats, close shaves. Right. It's just true facts um, about cats. And then, in Miyazaki, priests will chant, um, Baku niwa kua, uh, kuasen, and Kasha niwa kuasen, so please don't be eaten by a Baku, please don't be eaten by a Kasha. Um... Uh, Please twice, say that at my funeral. Uh, twice in time, uh, twice, uh, two times in front of the funeral uh, procession in order to keep the evil spirits away. And do they o- do that for the rock one too? Uh, no, this is a different place. Okay. And then in Okayama, the priests um, play uh, moyohachi, um, which is like a type of symbols, uh, symbol, mm-hmm. like a little metal instrument um, to keep them away. Uh, and then the last one I've got is the nekomata. Um, actually, no, just kidding. The second to last one. Um, yeah, because I'm like, great. Right, oh, the vampire one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and this is a two-tailed variety, um, and they're born largely in the same way as other bakeneko. Um, but, uh, you know, like I said before, bakeneko is such a large classification. Hashtag not all bakeneko <laughs> are going to be evil or malicious. Isn't that weird? Um, There's that cat that wears the napkin on its head. Isn't it technically a bakeneko? Uh, probably, yeah. 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 Um, I didn't get to that one today. That's okay. Um, but the nekomata are, um, and they're the ones who will summon the fireballs. <laughs> so, um, and they're also, these can get really big. Uh, the worst ones are... Um, the shape of wild cats like leopards and lions. Um, they're really large and they've got, you know, uh, split tails and stuff. So that's scary. Um, then we finally have the vampire cat of Nabishima, which is a specific <laughs> cat that Courtney asked me to look up. Because <laughs> um, I was like, I came across this. I want to talk about it. Are you researching it? <laughs> right. And so this is from a little bit earlier. This is the Sengoku era, which is uh, the 1560s to 1615. Um, so quite some time ago, I'm thinking Shakespeare time. Yeah. It's always weird to think about these things like I happening know. in like completely different cultures, yeah. cultures right? Um, and so it presents a Shinto perspective. Um, and yeah, 
So there's a tradition in the Nabishima family of the um, Hizen Daimyo that many years ago, the prince of Hizen was bewitched and cursed by a cat that had been kept by one of his retainers. Um, the prince had in his house a lady of rare beauty called the Otoyo. Amongst all of his the, his ladies, she was his favorite because, again, you know, the courtesans. Yeah. Um, Number one, one is, favorite one, courtesan. Right, one is not enough. <laughs> <laughs> They're like Lay's potato chips. <laughs> um, <laughs> Bet you can't but, have just one. Oh, God. Um, but, <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> so there was no one who could, like, rival her charms and accomplishments. Um, and one day the prince went out into the garden with Otoyo and remained enjoying the fragrance of the flowers until sunset. But when they returned to the palace, um, they didn't notice that they were being followed by a large cat. Heck. Having... <laughs> Christy oh, just saying. pointed at Zelda, and Zelda's like, what? What? <laughs> Having parted with her lord, Otoyo um, retired to her own room and went to bed. At midnight, she awoke with a start and became aware of a huge cat that crouched waiting for her. Um, and when she cried out, the beast sprang on her, fixed its cruel teeth in her delicate throat, and throttled her to death. Um, and so she was beaten by, beaten to death by, or bitten to death by a cat. Um, <laughs> he bit then, her and then he just punched the shit out of her. And then, uh, he, the cat scratched out a grave under the veranda, buried the corpse of Otoyo, and then assumed her form and then started to bewitch the prince. Um, uh, but the prince knew nothing of all this and thought little that the beautiful creature who caressed and fondled him was an yeah, impish and foul. Not fondled. a good enough use of the word fondled. <laughs> Um, was an impish and foul beast that had slain his mistress and assumed her shape in order to drain out his life's blood. Day by day, as time went on, the prince's strength dwindled away. The color of his face was changed and became a pa became pale. Um, he was a man suffering from a deadly sickness. Seeing this, his counselors and his actual wife <laughs> became... <laughs> I forgot that this was just right. his favorite courtesan. Um, became greatly alarmed, so they summoned physicians who prescribed various remedies for him. But the more medicine he took, the more serious um, his illness appeared, and no treatment was working. Um, but he suffered most at nighttime, when his sleep would be troubled and disturbed by hideous dreams. Heck. Um, and so his counselors would nightly appoint um, his retainers to sit up and watch over him. But, um, yeah, but then, you know, you set up all these night guards... At 10 o'clock, on the very first night that they set this watch, um, uh, the guards were seized by a sudden and unaccountable drowsiness, which they couldn't resist, and one by one, every man had fallen asleep. Then the false Otoyo came in and, um, you know, would, you know, like, torture the prince the until thing. morning. Yeah. Um, every night, the same thing happened, and he was subjected to the imp's tyranny while, again, the, these guards are sleeping helplessly around him. Um, and then finally, uh... They, uh, the counselors held, like, a, um, you know, just a, an emergency meeting, um, and were trying to figure out what was happening, um, blah, 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 <laughs> yada, 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 <laughs> to quote Seinfeld. Um, and then, finally, uh, they got a chief priest to step in, do nightly prayers, um, and then after he is finishing up his nightly prayers, he heard a clatter as he was leaving, um, thought he saw something, da da da, oh god, this just gets worse, <laughs> <laughs> um, so a, 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 print, a, a, a knight comes by to, like, or, like, a soldier comes by and wants to, wants to pray, and so the, um, the priest is like, okay, you know, like, you know, I'll, um, uh, <laughs> like, you know, like, relay the, the, um, the, the prayers, um, and then the soldier is able to figure out that this is witchcraft, um, and, you know, trying to figure out, like, how he could probably, like, help, help him before everyone starts falling asleep, um, and then they decide, okay, like, this knight, this soldier is, is the real deal. Um, so, trying to figure out what his illness is, keeps going, trying to, like, speed this up, because we're already at the matter, it's a really long legend, um, and so all the guards kept falling asleep, and finally this one guard is able to stay awake and then he sees that the cat the the figure is coming towards him and it's this you know this woman this beautiful beautiful woman um and then immediate uh notices you know the one boy who's awake right this is my first night that i'm on guard um and uh you know like how'd you stay awake like oh i stabbed myself in the <laughs> leg <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it just it gets worse and worse, this whole thing. And so, Otoyo has been, like, he, they figure out that Otoyo had been, um, you know, like, draining um, him and 
that uh, finally she like went away because the the soldier like kept her distracted all night to like be like yeah no you can't you can't get close to him. They just played ice by. Um, and so finally they were able to um, you know get Otoyo away, um, kill the foul beast, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, there is a picture of <laughs> Otoyo as this it. Or being attacked Aww. by the thing, and it's terrifying. She's, she's a good cat. Yeah, that's a good Look cat. At but spots. but uh, but it's a terrifying story. Um, <laughs> don't get but, eaten by vampire. Yeah, cats. vampire. Basically, don't get eaten by a vampire cat. Japanese cats they will, will assume, assume your form. Your identity. Yeah. They will also assume so your identity. The, the big common thing about Bakaneko is they will assume your identity, which is terrifying. Guard your credit card numbers around your cats, yeah. kids. Um, I'm sorry that that story ended with a, just a lot of rambling. That's okay. But basically, it was a longer story than we could have anticipated. Yeah. Um, um, to close. Uh, just very briefly, as we all know, the Egyptians worshipped cats. I did read a little bit about why yeah. that was. Um, basically, so the sun god Ra is one of the more important gods. Mm-hmm. I think he's the most important god in Egyptian culture, um, ancient Egyptian culture. So he was transformed and he was fond of cats. So cats represented virility and power. And um, at some point in like a dream or something, he was transformed and they referred to him as Mao. And I'm like, oh, Mao. My cat says Mao. 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 Oh, that's, that's really sweet. That's why they worship cats. That's nice. That's the quality cat content that I'm here for. Not this <laughs> shit about shape shifting and stealing identities and setting shit on fire and stealing bodies from funerals. Only I'm allowed to do that. Right. I'm. I love. I love my home culture, but yes. my God, <laughs> that was Get awful. Your shit together. I love how much. Again, I just love how much anxiety there is about cats being around dead people. Right? Like the cats probably just like, guys, what? why are you being weird? But I fully understand now why witches pick cats to be their familiars. Because they're are rad. Dope. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. This um, is why I'm probably a witch. Probably. Christy, are you a witch? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I do have a cat, though. It's yeah, true. She does. Puddin. Puddin. Or Tilly. But Princess Pudding Pants. Is princess her official Pudding name. Pants. Yeah. Puddin. Um, Puddin is a good name for a cat. Significant other's mom's cat's also named Pudding. Pudding. Oh, yeah. Pudding. Pudding. Oh, Zelda. Do you want to cute? She's trying she's to prove it. Yeah. Not all cats are bad. Right? She's trying to Don't take gain, my identity. regain our favors. Okay. So that was our feline edition of Meow. Spoop Hour. Reminder that we are on Twitter at Spoop Hour. We've got an email, spoophour at gmail.com. Um, hit us up, CupcakeOwl10 or Sashanako. Christy, do you have anything you want to plug? It was lovely to be here. Well, thank you. Thank you. We're uh, so glad that you're here. And I here. need to catch up on a lot of spoop hours. Yeah. <laughs> yep. 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 Uh, yeah. So. But so, I will. Yep. I will start looking and asking around for stories. Yes. And everyone else should do the same. Thank Yay. you, Christy. Christy. Don't you want to be cool like Christy? Listen to our podcast. Write us it. Why, right. why did I tell them to listen to our know. podcast? They I don't know. They just listen to, listen to a whole Thanks hour for listening and five to a minutes. whole hour and five minutes of us talking. Have a great day. <laughs> spoop.